This is Down the Hall Podcast with your hosts, Chet Jobert. It's Black Hawk Down with aliens. What's the problem? Rodney Hart. Oh, definitely would have been Team Jake. Not the vampire. You don't root for a vampire. And if you're lucky, Lyndon Wells. I thought Chet was going to launch into his terrible British accent again. Beer Garden. Beer Garden was pretty spot <laughs> that was on. pretty good. No, he definitely got that. Well, welcome back to another episode of Down the Hall Podcast. Rodney, I think the last time that we took this long in between recording was... I don't know, however long it was between the day I first met you and the day we first started doing the podcast in the first place. It's it's possible. Um, also, my, my voice. I'm a little sniffly why? today. No, I was going to make fun cold. of you for it. No, don't don't try and get in front uh, of me making fun of you. In August, S- I have a cold, a full-on cold. Chet, what did I just tell you? I'm trying to make fun of you. Don't take away. Don't, you're doing the thing of like, have you ever seen 8 Mile? Also, I have. Have my, you seen 8 Mile? To answer my question, dang it. Have I seen 8 Mile? Of course I've seen 8 Mile. Remember, remember how... The, the punchline of Eminem's rap is oh, he makes he, fun of himself. So the and other then, guy has nothing to say. Then he has nothing. Well, I also so have don't my, do uh, this. Why are, you, why are you interrupting me? <laughs> I also have my old man drink here that you like to make fun of too, which is yeah. my, my remedy for it's my It's not a remedy. It's a remedy. It makes me feel better. I feel like you're drinking the old man drink too many times a year for it to be actually Probably. a remedy. It's basically a, a simple version of a hot toddy. It's, it's, not, it's not this out of this, like, this crazy thing, a random thing. Yeah, I got a, I got a new delicious. ingredient. I got a new ingredient for you to add to that nyquil <laughs> well, that's that would solve it that'll come, that'll come after the podcast chet instead of taking medicine goes no let me <laughs> let me mix let me mix some uh liquor with oh some lemon gosh. juice and this this is a better remedy that's not the those aren't the ingredients those are two of the ingredients those i don't know i was gonna try and name the ingredients and then i remembered right away like i have no idea what the ingredients of that are it's hot it's not tea it's lemon juice well, liquor not that you having no idea of something has kept you from commenting before. Liquor is not wrong. On. All right. You're right about that. Thank um, you. Let's carry on. So today's episode, it's episode number 94 of Down the Hall Podcast. We are going to talk about actors who hated each other. This I, is inspired by our hate for one another and also good. for Lyndon, who's not here today. Awesome. So, I mean, I feel like this this should be the punchline of the podcast, right? Like, I mean, we're... We're going to end with the fact that we hate each other and that actors hate each other. And then that's the end of the relationship. Yeah. Last one ever. Yeah. This house sold. Oh, yeah. We we've got a lot to from. talk about. Well, we got a lot to talk about. Let's 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 reset the table. We're going to we're going to get caught up because a lot has happened since the last time we uh, podcasted. And then we're going to get into actors who hated each other. OK. Well, I don't know how you get a podcast, but you should look into it. Yes, of course. It's down the hall. Because I'm psyched. And here we mostly i just needed that drop so i could like blow my nose and sniffle a little bit and make sure i'm not dripping over the microphone it's disgusting like you use this microphone this one's mine it doesn't matter (laughs) irrelevant so erroneous uh, yeah a lot has happened since the last time we uh podcasted you sold your house yeah that happened i moved out got an apartment what else uh (laughs) You we, went on, we hate each other. Can you now. can you explain this road trip that you went on? I went on a road trip. Actually, let me explain the 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 kind of the context of this road trip based sure. on my understanding of it. Sure. So Rodney, we have a, a really good friend. His name's Tyler, and Rodney volunteered to go with Tyler to move basically Tyler's dad's stuff from New Hampshire to Seattle, which is correct about as far as you can drive. Thirty one hundred miles. And the the kick of it is that they had to get there by a certain time because they had flights leaving. 
Monday night to come back to the Northeast. So they literally had left themselves basically zero time, only enough time to stop for gas. And like you had to eat food at the gas station, right? We sat down to eat twice. One of them was the first night before we realized how aggressive the schedule really had to be. And the second time was at the airport. Jeez, I'll tell you, that is, I'll, I mean, I had a little bit of an aggressive road trip too while you were gone. Mm. I drove down to New York. Yep. Picked up Legna stuff in a truck. And in the same day, drove back to New York and unloaded it. But that's Ooh. it. Yeah, that's aggressive. I, here's what I'll tell you is I went in in like 12 days. I went Boston to Vegas by plane. Mm-hmm. Vegas back to Boston by plane. Also by plane. Boston to New Hampshire. That's, New Hampshire. That hardly counts. Well, just listen. Well, okay. I'm right, just saying. Whatever. New ahead. Hampshire to Cleveland. Cleveland to Fargo, Fargo to Missoula, Montana, Missoula, Montana to Seattle, flight back to Boston. Two days later, car drive from Boston to Buffalo. It's about eight hours. Two it days feels like later, hours because there's nothing to see driving. It's the exact same. It's like being in a, like a a warp tunnel or something like that. Like whatever whatever they show on the Star Trek when like it's like just blurry on the lines. Star Trek. <laughs> this blurry lines going past the head, and oh, then man. two days later, Buffalo back to Boston. I swear. All I wanted to do was just go to work. All I wanted to do is just be sitting in an office. I don't want to go anywhere mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Nowhere. Well, um, I mean, my road trip wasn't that bad, right? I said it was just kind of back and forth from New York, but got the stuff done, moved into the apartment. Legna's up here for good. Four years of long distance. Done with. We're now in the same place. Mm. Um, technically, I'm still living here with you. Yeah. Because um, uh, you just couldn't let me go. Right. No, technically I'm that still, yeah. also I, I made a big stink at the apartment the other night and I said I demand him back. I was really impressed that you hired the choir to sing behind you when you were standing outside do? the window. I how could I turn you down? I had well, to come back. I'm not gonna sing. That wouldn't work. Can I tell you one thing I did see when I was driving in New York and I promise we will get to actors who hate each other, but um one thing I saw when I was driving was I noticed so traffic was at one point pretty bad. And I look, I look to my right and someone had, while being stuck in traffic, I pulled over, <clears throat> pardon me. I'm oh, sick. If you didn't know. Are you going to just try and <clears throat> like, are you going to get, oh my God. I'm sick. Are you going to, are you going to get like sympathy the whole time? Is that yeah. what you're trying to do? Man, what a trooper, this guy pulling out this episode <laughs> like this, man, I'll tell you. Are you talking about yourself in the second person? Huh? Is that the second person? I don't know what that is. Pronouns. Well, anyway, so I'm driving and uh, we're kind of stuck in traffic and I look over and there's this, uh, there's this guy who pulled over to like let his dog out and run around. Littlest dog. Honestly, when I first saw it, I thought it was like a hamster. That's how small this thing was. But then I noticed and I looked up and there was a hawk circling very low to the ground, like very low above Mm. this guy and his tiny little dog. Leash? By the time I realized, no, just running around. By the time I realized, so like, you know, on the side of the highway in the Mm -hmm. grass. By the time I realized all that was happening, I was pretty far ahead of him. Yeah. But I wanted to yell out, sir, there's a, a aerial predator. It's going to swoop down and take your dog. I can picture you rear-ending the guy in front <laughs> yeah, of you and him about. getting out like, what in the... And then you go, you see the hawk? You see the hawk? It's about to grab the, the dog. I will tell you, though, I, I kept an eye on to see if the hawk was ever going to swoop down. I lost sight of it. So yeah. I, I don't know how that story ended. There's a good chance. I don't, know, I don't think it's newsworthy, even if it... Let's just go with the dog got eaten. Well... I think that would make people mad. Let's just go no, with. No, I mean it's a circle of life. What if it had to feed the little hawk babies? That's different. 
I mean, it's. I don't it's, think it's, anybody think, wants the pet to feed the hawk babies. But I I'm think we sure. have a little bit more of a tolerance for hawk babies eating a puppy than the hawk mama eating the puppy, right? Yeah, definitely the poppy. The poppy. Also, <laughs> I noticed I did say poppy. <laughs> you thought I was going to let you off the hook, and I definitely was never going to do that. Can we both agree we mean poppy seeds, not like big poppy from the Red Sox? No, I meant the poppy of like the the dog's dad. Oh. <laughs> wow Maybe we're we should, really uh, deep here linden's definitely turned can, this episode can off i by now. can i say one other thing yeah sure because i don't know if this should be concerning or not and i know you're gonna think it's absurd and i said it to only one other person and they thought it was absurd i've had this thing for probably about 10 days where, <laughs> where everything i drink hmm let me rewind if do you know what like the aftertaste of like milk is, or if you have like coffee with like milk in it, it's like, kind of leaves like a thick film feeling on your tongue. I can remember it, but I've switched to almond milk, so it's been a while. Yeah, but like, what about like just like even like milk in your car, like that? There's like a yeah, I like a milk yeah. a milk film ice or cream. something on your yeah, yeah. ice cream, like sure. you know, everything I drink leaves that taste in my tongue. A film, like a milk film. I would say specifically a milk film. It could be water. It could be beer. It could be, mm, I mean, iced coffee, but that's natural, right? I almost feel like I need to just drink milky type products because then it makes my brain not uh, not upset. But is that a concern you think? Should I, I Googled it once at work, but then I thought. <laughs> I want to know what phrase you put in Google. I think I said, drink water, milk aftertaste. <laughs> drink is that water, a, milk aftertaste. <laughs> is that a is that a problem you think i think it's a problem that you can't put into a sentence what the problem is <laughs> yeah but you gotta you know, like doc how many times i tell you drink water milk aftertaste <laughs> yeah but you it's don't the same say thing. you don't say exactly like when you google some things sure you can google a question but you don't like every time i drink water it's weird i have a milk aftertaste that's what you wanted me to google <laughs> Yeah, I don't, maybe. I don't know. Um, I, you know, before I before I address this, I mm. would say that. Are you going to address it? Probably not. Do you, have, you, do you have anything good to add? I hope you do. I if hoping, not, I just thought I was going to leave it there. I was hoping you'd just get distracted enough away from it that mm. we would leave it alone. But I think that if this podcast were a drink, you are the milky film aftertaste. I like it. I linger. <laughs> you definitely linger <laughs> and lather. So but if tonight, anybody listening has any ideas, just shoot them my way. Yeah. Uh, call in. I'll tell you Rodney's <laughs> number. Um, there's plenty of stories we could tell from the last couple of weeks, but we're going to space them out over uh, the course of hopefully many episodes mm. instead of trying to get them all into this one, because we did have a point to this episode and it wasn't just an excuse for us to hear our voices. It's uh, always my excuse. Okay. Uh, so we're going to go to the point tonight, which is uh, actors who hate each other. Now, these are fun to me because when you watch a movie, obviously, you know that it's acting, but sometimes you don't really think about what it would have been like to work alongside those people or maybe another level deeper, what they thought about working with each other. And you hear stories about people like Ed Norton or Shia LaBeouf or, I don't know, we talked about method actors who go too far, right? Like Jared Leto. Jared Leto. You hear stories of those guys who are just like hard to deal with. I think people don't really like working with like, I think Julia Roberts was one. And I, I feel like. Really? America's Sweetheart? Is that what she's called? I thought that was the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are America's Sweethearts. <laughs> oh, I, I have a lot to learn. Uh, but I think this is not just people who were tough to deal with. This is actually 
two different actors, actresses who, who literally hated each other, you know, slash fought, sometimes physically fought uh, on screen. So mm. I have a few stories um, that I looked up that we're going to talk about. And Rodney, I guess I want to ask you, as I read them off to you, just like when we did our, our sequel episodes, I, uh, the episode about too many sequels, I uh, read them to you and you commented. It's kind of like an alley-oop. Mm. You know what an alley-oop is in basketball? I think so. Okay, good. Familiar with the concept. All right, Google it. Water, drink, milk, taste, alley-oop. Pass, ball, shoot, other guy scores. Basket hoops. <laughs> uh, so that's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you an alley-oop. I'm going to read these these little uh, examples. And I want to know what your honest thoughts are. And, and honestly, I want to know whose side you're on with uh with these. easy that's i've got i've got opinions probably Mo- most of these there aren't a lot of uh there's not a lot of context to um and there's a lot don't of need like, it. he don't said want she it. said type of thing so you don't just need, need it to don't want it objectively just say i want you know i'm with this person got it okay all right so the first one um actually this is a surprising one to me anyway did you know that ryan gosling and rachel mcadams had to be separated many times on the set of the notebook and you don't mean like not because there's like were, a lot of like no, fight scenes no. like that were done in the movie no, 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 this, they, there, there are plenty of examples and, and testimonies of people there saying that many times scenes would have to be cut because they were just screaming at each other. And at one point in front of 150 people about Ryan Gosling said, yelled at the director said, I can't, I can't work with her. Get someone else in here. And apparently they would, it, it, the, the weird thing about this though is that I think in real life they ended up dating. In fact, I know that. Well, you know how so, it goes. Yeah, that, those are the people you pick, right? The people that drive you insane. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I'm sitting across from you right now, but I also yeah. think that that's kind of how I like. I, I like how you threw me in there because uh, you know you you do have a wedding approaching, so I, I like how you agreed and then threw me under the bus. But in the notebook, they were <laughs> you like just that. Good breeze through, right? Huh? In, in the notebook, well, they yeah, were no, like in that. the notebook they were like that. That's why I'm I'm trying to figure out. Did you ever read the book, by the way? The no, notebook? no, I didn't. steamy. Really, it's steamier than the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's Nicholas Sparks, you know? Yeah. Well, He's got a, hey. So who's that you on? Ryan Gosling or uh, well, Rachel McAdams? Ah, uh, boy, I guess, you know what? I, I just feel like. We both have like, said on the show we love them both. It's true. And I feel like it's harder for me to believe that Rachel McAdams is a pain, to, like a, is truly a pain deep down. It feels like she's more genuine. Like I could see Ryan Gosling being like more standoffish or something. So I'm going to, I'm going to assign blame to Ryan Gosling a, but B, I will give him credit for this because imagine if you really didn't like somebody, but like I can picture the scene. Isn't there a scene where she like beats on his chest at one point? Cause yeah. she's mad at him. I think imagine so. being actually mad at someone. And then knowing that there's a scene where that person has to beat on your chest and you just have to deal with it. <laughs> Rodney, you sir, uh, just created the, the perfect segue for us perfect. into our next story. Look at that. By the this way, is did, why you don't give did, me prep time. Did you know that the person who invented segways died by driving one off a cliff? So I've heard, yeah. Okay. Um, I thought he didn't die, though. What, or was it that suicide? Do you think he's still like haunting segway tours? Isn't that what they are? Haunted segway tours? Oh. It is pep, just ghosts of... What is his name? Dean Kane. I thought of a... Is I, it Dean Kamen? Dean Kamen, not Dean Kane. That's an actor. I thought of a name of a segway tour company that yeah. takes you from like points of interest to points of interest. And the Segway tour itself is called, and now to my next point. You get it? It's taking you to the next point of interest, but it's also a segue to your next point. Speaking of which, we're going to segue. I, to think the it's, next I, think it's, I think it's too inside baseball. I don't think it's going to land. And it's also way too long a name to try and brand. But yeah. So imagine, you idea, said, though. imagine if someone you hated also you knew in a scene was supposed to hit you, right? Like pound you on the chest or whatever. 
Uh, so the movie Annapolis, which was about um, military boxing tournament, uh, starring Tyrese Gibson and James Franco. And I think we have talked about before James Franco as being someone that, oh, you know what it was? It was celebrities that, that our listeners didn't like. James Franco was a popular one. Yeah, I but get Tyrese that. Gibson would have joined with them in that answer because um, apparently James Franco is a method actor, or at least was when it came to Annapolis. And Tyrese Gibson and James Franco had to box each other and in several scenes and in practices where they were just <laughs> practicing like the rhythm of it all and like the choreography. James Franco was slugging Tyrese Gibson. And Tyrese is quoted as saying, I told him, like, James, we're just practicing. Ease up. And he never said anything to me, and he never eased up. And he kept punching me harder and harder, like it was real. You know, and, and apparently, and so anyway, so Tyrese Gibson hated him for it, obviously. And imagine, so there's your answer. Imagine someone that you didn't like, but also knew they had to I mean, this, hit you. This one is easy to side with Tyrese Gibson, because oh, yeah. I'm sorry, if I'm an actor, like, like I've said to you before, method acting i don't give extra credit for somebody who needs to stay like i this is the problem that i have i'm not saying that anyone's asking for extra credit but i feel like the community at large more so says like wow how impressive that they stayed in character the entire time where i would say if i'm an actor hey i'm doing the exact same thing as you on screen and i don't need to do that yeah it's more impressive to be able to hop in and hop out of character right yeah like the idea that it's like i gotta stay in or else i'll lose it like you guys have heard me do accents like, yeah, hell yeah. If I had to be a method actor, I would have to, I would, I mean, if I had to do an accent the whole time, I'd have to do it all day long because or else I certainly lose it. I cannot do an accent. And so anyway, yes, I'm definitely giving points to Tyrese Gibson. And also, it does not surprise me. James Franco has always, to some degree, annoyed me. And when people be like, oh, he's kind of brilliant. He's got degrees from everywhere. Yeah, he can go anywhere he wants. He's got money. People are just going to let him go. I'm not saying he's unintelligent. But you know what? For the sake of this, he's unintelligent. If yeah. you don't have the emotional intelligence to know not to punch another man in the face that you're acting with, I'm sorry. You're a dummy. Not only that, but if he was really trying to fight Tyrus Gibson, does he think that he could win in a real fight? No. Tyrus Gibson would break him in half. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So he's, <laughs> he's lucky that Tyrus Gibson wasn't method acting. He yeah, he's broken him. <laughs> he probably kept looking at him like, what do you... James. James. Now, it makes me wonder, was he method acting when he played Goblin in Spider-Man 3? Yeah, he's still got a hoverboard from it. He's got, like, grenades that throw out poison gas. <laughs> Somewhere, Tobey Maguire's like, yes, I'll never breathe right again. <laughs> <laughs> Tobey Maguire's career ended yeah. because James Franco... My lungs don't work anymore. <laughs> I can deliver three lines <laughs> without being out of breath. Stands over Tobey Maguire's bed and throws a <laughs> smoke gas grenade. I swear to God, James, <laughs> if you if you do this again... <laughs> All right, so the next one. Um, oh, this one, your boy, John... Leguizamo? Is that oh yeah, I do like I do, do like John Leguizamo. I first saw him in in Chef, and mm-hmm. then since then, since you you noted to me that and Chef is a great movie. We've mm-hmm. done an episode yeah. on that, and you noted that you liked him a lot, and yeah, I began to take younger, notice yeah. of like where other times I'd seen him, and so I began to notice him in other things, and and realizing looking back, I'd seen him in other things. Well, he was in a movie uh, called Executive Decision with Steven Seagal. Okay, and they were like, I don't know if it, I think it was a military movie or a police. Type movie. I mean, where I'm sure it's a movie. It was like a, a sergeant and a captain. And it could have been. I don't know what it was. You yeah, know, military, police, whatever it was. I'm not sure. However, I guess on the first day of filming, this is really funny. First day of filming, Steven Seagal walks in and says to the other actors, "I'm in charge here. Everyone does what I say. Get that through your heads." I can see it. And John, how do you say it? Leguizamo. Leguizamo. Yeah. 
Liguiziama? Liguiziama. John Linguini. No. Liguiziama. Close. Whatever you want to call him. I don't know. He thought, what a ridiculous thing to say. And I think he like apparently had said something like <laughs> joking in return. Like said a joke like, oh, who's this guy or something? Steven Seagal grabbed him and threw him up against the wall. He's six foot four, Seagal. Is he? Oh, he's so he's actually big in man. He, Wait, but he's, he's actually a fighter, right? Like yeah, he, he's that, trained. He, he he's was a like trained. a trained fighter before he became he, an actor. He's in 100 action movies, right? Yeah. And he's also like, he's actually trained. He puts him up against the wall and ended up breaking some of John Leguizamo's ribs. So then he tried to fight back and Seagal put him in a chokehold. <laughs> and some people say he also punched John Leguizamo. Luigi. <laughs> we'll blame this on the cold. Lu- Luigi. <laughs> and and so anyway, so some people claim that there was a punch thrown too, and that's not really clear. Depends mm-hmm. on who who you ask. Was he able to finish acting the movie? I'm I'd be guessing, like, yeah, he did. I'm I'd probably be uh, like, uh, I'll just take like my bonus pay and you know a little bit of work workers comp and head out because I'm not working with this psychopath. I'm I'm guessing you're on. Uh, yeah, I'm on John's Steven side Seagal's because side. no, Steven Seagal is like the guy, the classic guy who has just Steven Seagal movies. Like, hey, it's me, yeah, and I'm gonna beat up some people. And sure, there's probably a plot happening in the background, but at the end of the day, it's just about watching me beat people up. How many times my dad, uh, you know, my my dad loves Steven Seagal movies. Like that's probably where I grew up mm-hmm, knowing about mm-hmm. Steven Seagal yeah. and knowing that he was actually a fighter. Yeah. But and, and I love defense. I think your dad could beat me and you up. Probably. Yeah. Anyway, carry just because he's an insane person. Yeah. And <laughs> I liked the movies as a kid, but I can't imagine as an adult if you said like, "Hey, tonight after this podcast, you want to watch a Steven Seagal movie?" I'd say, "Why?" I was going to ask you if you wanted to watch a movie, but Steven Seagal was far, far down like, the list. Why? No, I'm all right. I don't need to see this guy who's barely acting beat people up, and especially to know. But I just need to know, like, how does John Luguziamo actually? finish acting that i'm impressed that you said the last name correctly you know listen i've been his fan since day one wow um i i (laughs) as we were looking at this list because there's a few others i want to show you too but as i was i was kind of thinking about the movie birdman and how Mm -hmm. they show um ed norton's character and how but then also what was interesting about birdman is that each of the characters or each of the actors were playing characters that were very true to who they are in real life so like you know obviously um Ed Norton is someone who's difficult to work with notoriously. And in that movie, in that movie, he plays someone who is excessively difficult to work with, and, mm-hmm. like tries to go method with like his sister and like yeah. a love scene and these weird things. Yep. That movie was, I think, well, obviously it got a lot of attention as a Oscar nomination, but I, I personally enjoyed it a lot. And yep. that I think combined with this list is like an interesting one to think about. I don't know. Do you remember that what I'm talking about yeah. with him? Wait, yeah, in that movie that he yes, I do. Because I remember he like comes out of the bed with an erection or whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember that was like Right. Yeah, but wait, are you saying that's one of the stories? Well no no. no. Well, you're I just, mean, you're there's, just well, there's a lot of Ed Norton stories and Shia LaBeouf, actually. But it's just Yeah, because that- you gotta think, like, if you are an actor, if you told me that you were a professional actor and then you were dealing with like some clown who's a method actor who just sent you a pig's head. Like Jerry Leto like, on Suicide Squad. Yeah, I'd be right? like, well, like, what's that guy's problem? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, no, I'm not giving you any credit. We do the same job, right? Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like if somebody like at work at your work decided like, well, the only way I can really do work is if if I just go around and shut off everyone's computer because I think the power is getting sapped from mine. Like, no, it doesn't affect. Like, you can't affect my obscure. Example. I'm trying to connect already, it to Robbie, us. I was already agreeing with you. You didn't need. To, you know what did happen at work recently though was a weight loss challenge. Okay, and I, I felt like I was in an episode of The Office. Um, it went for a month. People had to weigh in 
and then whatever percentage they lost, not percentage of like body fat, but you know, you weigh There's in, actual, you weigh yeah. out. Yeah. And then however many pounds you lost, you know, weighed against your actual starting point and the percentage that you lost, right? So a guy in my team, like in the team I work in, he won. So we're all very happy for him. But people were going to some extreme measures to win. Anybody faint? <laughs> well, he was talking about how like the, the last day, like you had to weigh in on like a Saturday morning and like like send in. It was all honor system too, which is yeah. tough. Um, but Oh, you had to send he, in. You didn't, yeah. They didn't have like even like a scale that they were No, you had to like take a picture or whatever. Okay. But he had, um, the morning of, he like went for a run and then created a sauna in his bathroom by just running the shower. <laughs> and then he just sat in there for like an hour, didn't eat and then weighed in. Somebody else was talking about how they were going to give blood right before weighing in. You know what oh, I would have done? I will I w- say, everyone who participated looked great. I, You know what I would have done? I would have tied a bunch of helium balloons around my waist and gotten on the scale. Yeah, I don't think you get how it works. I, I think that would take weight off the scale <laughs> a lot. Have you oh, seen Up? Uh, obviously, you haven't seen Up. Uh, don't spoil it for me. The house floats. Oh, dang it. What's no, next? Of course I've seen it. It was who's, on our, our who, Pixar episode. Who's our next fight? All right, our next fight. Uh, Jamie Foxx and LL Cool J on Ooh. the set of Any Given Sunday. So okay. they both played football players. Mm-hmm. Rodney, because Any Given Sunday was about football, football players. Mm-hmm. American football, as Lyndon would say. And they were uh, – LL Cool J said that Jamie Foxx did not appreciate how rough he was getting in some of the football scenes. I don't know if they were covering one another. I don't know if one of them had to tackle the other one. I'm not sure. Yep. But LL Cool J said that Jamie Foxx was not appreciative of how rough he was being in the football scenes. And he told him to back off. And LL Cool J did not back off. And so Jamie Foxx punched him. <laughs> and then LL Cool J punched him back. And depending on who you ask, some people say LL Cool J won the fight. Others say Jamie Foxx won the fight. And other people like myself say, when we fight, we all lose. You know, you got to wonder. I mean, I feel like LL Cool J probably outweighs him by, what, 100 pounds? I'm wondering if this carried over into like a rap battle after the fact. Yeah, well, they they say Jamie Foxx is like one of those like incredibly talented people, right? Like he's an incredible musician. He's an incredible actor. He's like actually gifted at like many, many different things. I think he is. Yeah. I think, I don't know who says it. You said they say. I think I just. I feel like I've heard, it. I've heard like, yeah, he's like actual like musical ability is like second to none not not like he can just like rap but he can like like the like when he did ray charles i feel like like, like reports came and a harmonica at the <laughs> exactly. same time um so Who am I, I don't know That's impossible i'm gonna side i guess with jamie fox as being a more well-balanced reasonable person and that ll cool j knowing that he's a hundred more pounds figured mm. like hey i can easily tackle jamie fox and he's going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Now, who won the fight? I feel like people who are saying that Jamie Foxx won the fight just probably mean like he, he got in the first punch and like maybe he never got knocked out, but, and like he like stayed moving, but I feel like LL Cool J probably handled him. Mm. So I'm going to give. Sounds like Jamie Foxx lost the fight. I'm going to say Jamie Foxx lost the fight. But I'm going to say that in the grand scheme of things, Jamie Foxx wins the person award. Yeah, I think Jamie Foxx lost the fight um, because LL Cool J used to be LLL Cool J until that fight when Jamie Foxx took the L. I don't like it. <laughs> Go to the next one. <laughs> Can I tell you? That's pretty good, though. Yeah, but I, I, it's, it's not bad. Did you? I just don't know how. Good. It was pretty good. Did you think of it just now or did you come in ready with you that You know one? how I know I thought about it just now? Two reasons. A, because I know I thought about it just now. And two, and B, because... <laughs> 
I don't know a thing that you just said because I wasn't listening to you as I was thinking about that joke. Yeah, but it's fine. I don't listen to half the things I say on this podcast. You know, Ivy said we need a live show. And I think she meant like a Facebook live show, but we have talked about doing a live show, mm. like a like a at a in a theater, which yeah. I think is still like a good goal for year three. I think we can do. That's the type of joke that we yeah, can do a live show. We can we can absolutely get a theater. It's not it's not a matter of whether we we can pay to rent a theater. It's just whether or not we can get anyone <laughs> to be there. It's, it's certainly a good goal. We if might we have to buy tickets. Money. We have to buy plane tickets for a lot of our listeners who are in other states, <laughs> or we might have to go. All right, where are most of our listeners? Seems like I feel like, like we, we could tell our friends like, hey, so we're going to be in a, a theater on Saturday. I'd be like, cool. What movie are you going to go see? No, no, no. We're going to be in it. We're going to be doing oh, a show. Yet, Do you want to come watch? And then we're be like, talk about a movie. It'd be like, uh, I mean, you know, we got our kids, so like, I don't know. Oh, I, but you know what? Maybe, yeah. I guess we could get a. Okay, it's also twenty bucks a person. <laughs> oh yeah, no. But pizza will be. Provided. Have fun though. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, no. We'll do a live show. We'll definitely do a live show. It'll be fun. We'll pack out a theater. I know that. I know yeah. that. Yeah, we'll pack it out. And those types of jokes will. Uh, We'll kill with, with packing peanuts. Are <laughs> <laughs> right, you ready for the last one? I think so. Okay. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Um, okay. Game of Thrones is what I put. Uh, I've heard this one. What is it? Uh, Cersei. Yep. And Bronn. Bronn. Yep. The actress who plays Cersei, the actor who played Bronn were previously married mm. prior to uh, Game of Thrones even being considered to be a show. Um, he's actually a well-known singer. In the UK. I don't know if you know Is this. he really? No. Yep. There's actually uh, videos I found online of him and his band. He's like a two-person band. Like Savage Garden. Like an opera, like an opera pop rock. Remember that hip-hop? time I said like Savage Garden? Oh, is the band like yeah, Savage Garden? Yeah, it's similar to that. Yeah, I guess that it's makes not sense. Opera. I thought, but <laughs> you're not have... saying that Savage Garden wasn't like the most relatable band that I could count. You were actually saying that that's what the band is like. Similar to that. I thought you were saying like a band like Savage Garden, as in like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this would be a way of pounding home the point. So they were married. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not sure. I think obviously she, she's, she was an actress prior to being in Game of Thrones. So she was an actress. He was a singer. That seems to make sense. And, uh, but no, but he wasn't. He was a singer first. Oh. But so anyway. It was very volatile. They're they're split up, uh, so much so that when they were both casted for Game of Thrones, um, and he's been on the show since season one, so mm-hmm. it's it's a long run. They've both been on there since you know no spoilers here, but they're both still alive, yeah. and uh, oh, man, that's spoiled. They have it in their contract that they can never be in the same scene together. Now I knew that a few years ago, and I thought, well, it doesn't really feel like there's many opportunities for that because I although he's always around other Lannisters, there doesn't really seem to be too many examples of times where they would have crossed paths. Except that in last season, there's a scene where like all the major characters were gathered in one place. And if you notice, mm. go back and watch this. I've if seen you it. notice, he comes in and then he says some obscure excuse as to why he's leaving. And the camera like focuses on him leaving. As soon as he leaves, she walks in. Mm-hmm. I just think it's interesting. They hate each other that much that they can't even be... Like no, that's this, true. At least these other examples, like I saved this one for last. Yeah. Because at least these other examples, they went on to film yeah. the film together, right? They, they worked yeah. it out enough. Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams dated. Again. So, so what I'm saying is other people were able to be professional and make it work. These two, however, I mean, I don't I, want to anger Cersei Lannister, so I don't blame I, him. I've got to figure out, though, like it almost feels like they made a punchline of their relationship, though. To have him walk out and have her walk back in, like somebody, I agree. somebody, I agree. you know, somebody who's the, the the person making the show is probably like, screw you guys, like yeah. you're gonna really make my job this no, much I harder. Agree. Like, sure, it's in your contract, 
I'm going to make a point of making sure that everybody knows that you two are so immature that you can't handle being on screen at the same exact time. I think you're right. You're grown adults. If you go back and watch that scene, it is very obvious that like almost out of place, he says something and he's like, I'm going to go do this now. And then walks away and then she walks in. I think it is very intentional. Yeah, because if you're making the movie, you, you, I mean, if you're making the TV show, you've got to be at least a little bit annoyed. Like, I gotta so say, I, I'm on, I'm on his side. I'm on his side. How? Why? I, I mean, listen, bros before Lannisters. <laughs> I believe the saying is "bros before hoes." <laughs> I think it's, it's Manisters before Lannisters. Actually, that could be it. Um, and two, I'm gonna, I'm, you know, I got two older sisters. I'm on the, I'm on the hoes side. Wait, no, that's not how I want to say it. How do I say it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm on the. What do girls say? I'll ask April and Leah. April and Leah, Rodney says he has two older, older sisters and he's on your side, a.k.a. the hose. How would you rather him word that? <laughs> Wait, is it... What do girls say? Don't they say I something? I think they say chicks before... Ah, that's it. I'm on the chicks before side. Did you... Mm. Do, oh, wow. You just bleep that out? That was pretty good. I, I can do it in real time now. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you never know with you. You say a lot of things. I do. I say a lot of things. So I'm on Bronze side for sure. No, definitely not. For Cersei's sure. side for sure. He just always finds a way to win. I guess she does too. Rodney, I would say you should be ashamed of yourself. Shame. Shame for saying that your sisters are hoes. I didn't say that my sisters are. You you should be ashamed of yourself for just siding with the men. Don't you have you watched the news lately? What? Men are bad. Period. Cersei couldn't be the anything like the closest thing that Game of Thrones has to Donald Trump is Cersei. She would not be popular right now. I could side with Braun and be Twitter popular for that. Yeah, but this is not Twitter popular. We're they talking about the same haircut, actors. Cersei. Wait, and sorry. Trump. Does Cer- do Cersei and Braun have a problem with each other, or the actual man and woman have a problem with each other? Because I don't know their names, the actors yes. and actor and actress names. I well, don't know. Then them. I think you'll lose credibility in this. I don't think so. Because at their the names. end of the day, they were a married couple. You take the woman's side. I know their names. It's probably the guy's fault. It's Lena Williams and Jeffrey Dash. Do you mean Lena Dunham? I made all of those up. I just want to say it with and confidence. Jeffrey Wilson. <laughs> I don't know their names, but I thought I'd say it confidently and maybe earn points. Lena Williams. Um, Sounds familiar. So, yeah. So, okay. So, I'm on Team Braun, though, just because he, he wooed me with his, with his angelic voice. It's fine. I mean, you're just kind of one of those guys, like, you're about men and sure. keeping men in power and you don't really care about women. It's fine. That's, that's, I, sure. I'll steer right into that. <laughs> Let's let's say that. Okay. Let's say I will. That. That's good. Um yeah, so I mean of all these examples, that one is the one that confuses me the most. That you can't even literally do a scene together. Like you can't be professional enough just to do a scene. I you gotta wonder, like, do you think it's something legit or do you think it's something immature that keeps them from I mean, like obviously relationships end and you know, there's all kinds of grudges or whatever, but like it feels like it couldn't be like, we know what it was if it was like one of them did something awful, right? I guess. But I know that if you were to be asked to be in a movie with Mark Wahlberg, you couldn't do it. I know that. Actually, Rodney, did you know? Mm. I don't know if you noticed this. You might have been gone. You might have been traveling. Gone. You might have been in the Midwest somewhere while was this was going in on. In heaven. Or... Gone can mean a number of different things. It doesn't mean dead. In this case, I didn't mean it that way. But I'm saying, do you? did you know that uh, that Mark Wahlberg... Oh, I did. I sent this to you. There was a casting call for, quote, tough-looking oh, guys yeah. for Boston. There's doing another Boston movie with the same director who did uh, uh, Deepwater Horizon and Patriot's Day and, like, all the, the biopics. Mm-hmm. He's doing another one. 
an action movie in Boston, and mm. he needed, quote, tough-looking construction worker, blue-collar, mafia-looking guys. Yeah, I remember you said that, and I thought, I wonder if I should show up to this. You definitely should have. <laughs> I didn't. I was working. Just go dressed in, like, uh, my finest of work clothes and just say, is, is this what you want? <laughs> is this what you want, Mark? Can you imagine that crowd? Because you know what it is. It's the crowd that, like, wants to meet Mark. It's the crowd that oh, makes yeah. us as Bostonians look Hey, like, Mark. Hey, is Mark here yet? Dude. Look at this is the, my vest. I actually wear this vest to work. Dude, you're never going to believe it. My uncle said he saw Marky Mark at the corner store. Guess what? Jackhammer. I'm on a jackhammer all day. No, okay, I'm not, but my uncle was. I actually just go to the gym. I have not decided to work yet. I'm thinking about it. I'm in between jobs, just like Marky Mark's always in between roles, you know? Yeah, you know? Where's Donnie? Donnie Wahlberg. I Wahlbergers, see that guy at Wahlbergers, baby. all the time. I go in there, I get my double cheeseburger. Just eat the I just eat the meat though, bro. I don't know. No, no carbs. I wash my carbs. Got to no be fit carbs. like Marky Mark. Don't get been... that eight pack by accident. <laughs> Have we is this, Was this was this an episode? Definitely no one's listening at this point. Do we That was an episode though, right? Like that was that was on purpose. Yeah. Wait, were be, we recording? Definitely. But um, yeah, the Marky Mark, uh, the Marky Mark editions. You definitely wouldn't have gone to save it. You know, and, and we'll end with this. I did. It did pose. It did put the question in my head, and we will end with this mercifully for anybody who's still listening uh, to episode ninety four of Down the Hall podcast. Not our best. Uh, we gotta just get to a hundred, right? My voice <laughs> feels to me as though I'm like hosting like a late night midnight show. I think you're on trying. The radio. I think you're trying now to Michael Bublé singing your favorite. You're, you're now trying the Parks and Rec thing, the the, the Parks NPR and Rec. Parks huh? and Rec voice. Okay, but what I was gonna say, my question that came from the Marky Mark thing was, if I could create a nightmare movie for you, mm. and you could create one for me, like if you were to create a nightmare movie for me, it would probably be a horror movie. A horror movie starring Seth Rogen and Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer that has a lot of and, like demonic things yeah, in it. That would be the worst for you. I got this. Uh-huh. It would be the newest Marvel movie mm. starring Mark Wahlberg, mm-hmm. where at the end of the movie, you find out it was all just a dream. I think you're Those right. Or, your or, or a schizophrenic. Least like a, favorite yeah. things in the world. Or if it was just Mark Wahlberg being schizophrenic. And like, and But you hate when movies at the end, you find out it was all fake because then you're, or it was all in somebody's head. Right, just like, oh, and you also oh, hate Marvel because you hate fun, and you also hate Mark Wahlberg, which I, I'm, I'm fine with. That's it. That's your nightmare movie. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I figured I, it was I mean, on point. pretty good. A nightmare of... episode and nightmare movies. You know what I mean? It's pretty good. You know what's a nightmare? Also, was that driving a 26 foot box truck down a Montana mountain? How much time do we have? Ah, uh, we have a couple minutes. Go ahead, tell us about that. It's terrifying. I feel very confident behind the wheel. Uh, behind a 26 foot box truck, all I remember keeping that that kept going through my head is. Someone should need a certification to be able to do this. I should not be allowed to drive this right now. It literally feels like the slightest little turn that you're going to do, you're going to topple this thing. And so, yes, I did only drive 20%, but I will say that I drove about 70% of the late night miles. And I also can tell you for certain, though Tyler doesn't know this yet, that there was a moment that I like either hallucinated or I don't remember what happened about five minutes of time. What do you what do you mean? You were asleep? I just mean all of a sudden 
I was like all of a sudden like you know like it just was like no don't say all of a sudden like you know (laughs) no 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 tell me what happened were you asleep driving this box truck I think so because all I can tell you is I must have been either like autopilot because like all of the sudden yeah no that's exactly (laughs) right like the thing that all I remember was like I felt way too close to the truck in front of me and I remember thinking like I don't ever remember seeing this truck before never mind why it would be so close wow. So. I will tell you one time, um, and I do have He doesn't something. know that. He asked me how the drive went because he actually fell asleep that time because he was very nervous every time I was behind the wheel because even the dog that we had in the in the, the box truck, like, you know how dogs can sense energy or, like, emotion? Do you know what I mean? Like, dogs can, like, re- like look at people or read their emotions. Yeah, you sure. Know dogs yeah, can- yeah. Every time I was driving, like, for the first stretch, the dog would just, like, stand up and pant because it knew. It knew, it knew you couldn't be trusted. No, it not that I couldn't be trusted. Be trusted. I it was I was it knew letting it out. It, it no, also I was knew... letting it out. I was telling him the no. whole time, like I hate driving no, this you, thing. It knew that you were you couldn't be trusted, and it also knew that you don't like fun. And puppies are fun, and they like Marvel movies. Uh, no, because every time I was its passenger, the dog loved me. Yeah. By the way, you know it didn't what? Like it was eat, happy. You know what I love to eat? Arby's. Okay. Well, listen. I taught it something. I good. have a lot more to tell you, and maybe we'll share it on a podcast. I have something called Purple Day that I want to tell you about. That purple Day? Purple Day. Give me that, a purple drink? It, purple Day, but I think it would take another 20 minutes to talk through. Um, and maybe we save it for another show. But it's it's wildly entertaining and it's changed my life. Purple Day. We're going to talk about it. Next episode. Episode number 95. We're going to talk about Purple Day. We'll have a movie of the week for you. Episode 96, we'll talk about Green Day. We're happy to be back. Green Day, the band, right? Or the No, the day. It's okay. about the color. I didn't know. <laughs> happy to be back. I'm glad you're with us, especially if you're listening at this point. We will do everything we can to make sure we get an episode out every single week uh, here on out like we used to. Obviously, we had been touch and go in the last few weeks as we were traveling, we were moving, a whole bunch of stuff going on. I mean, I was gone. I got I was my dead wedding. For a while. Yeah, but Rodney, you were gone. You were gone so many times during the history of our show, and so was I, and we still managed to get episodes out. Sometimes two a week. I was in California, and we got two a week out that week. Yeah. And, and Rob Burnett scheduled to come on an interview. I don't know why I'm getting so worked up right I, now. I'm I don't know. sweating. I feel like you're yelling. It's, it is hot down here because I shut hot. the fan off. Uh, all that to say, thank you. Uh, we love you guys. We look forward to next week down the hall podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter at Down the Hall Guys, and Instagram. You can email us down the hall podcast at gmail.com. But our favorite way, go to our website, scroll down, recommend a movie for us mm-hmm. to review. Thank you so much for all of you who have done that. We have a few that we have to do next. Joe Ford told us to do Jeff Who Lives at Home, which actually might turn into an episode because we both like that movie. It is a good one. And Lyndon? I guess we should have asked Lyndon more like to a bird. Lyndon's been on the line this whole time. Do you know that? I mean, yeah, he's just tapped out. He's probably just sitting there playing in his shed I said, with a Marvel figurine. I said, if you have anything intelligent to say about American football, then you can speak. Until such a time, you have to remain silent. Better say so. <laughs> Here we are. I'm Chet. That's Rodney. We'll see you next week.